Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Today we are talking about something that used to scare me so, so bad and still isn't my favorite thing to deal with, um, but unhappy clients or hard clients, hard client demands, setting boundaries, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes we can have hard clients and sometimes we just have hard demands from really awesome clients. So we're going to talk about how to deal with that, um, how to prep and all that all that good stuff. It's going to be great. Um, when I first started my business, this kind of stuff used to terrify me so bad. Like I hate confrontation. It's definitely one of my least favorite things. But as I've been in business for now a decade, I've just realized it's just part of running a business is not everyone's going to be happy or some people will have different expectations and just not everything always runs smoothly. And as I was prepping for this podcast episode, I actually had four different hard emails that I had to write this week. And so I think that those happened this week so that they are fresh on my mind so I could give you some different examples. And so we're just going to dive right into it. So first of all, there are a lot of reasons why people have problems, right? Sometimes it's their insecurities. Um, as a photographer, a lot of times I'm dealing with people that are insecure about how they looked or, um, or something like that. And so they automatically hate the pictures or um, the experience because of how they felt or how they looked or something that they're insecure about. So that's something that I keep in mind. Sometimes the problem is a miscommunication. So maybe they didn't catch that this is the way you do things. Maybe it wasn't clear. It was miscommunicated. And that happens a lot. Sometimes it's just a freak accident. It's out of our control. There's nothing that we can do to make it... Um, to change it, but we can, you know, try to make it right with them. So regardless, there are simple ways to handle problem clients or problem situations without letting it escalate further. So the first thing is to keep your cool. A lot of times I see business owners lose it back on their clients. Someone comes at them and they're really mean and they're insulting and they say horrible things about you and your business. And I see the business owner react backly, backly, that's not a word, back defensively. They they automatically start, you know, like, well, you shouldn't have shout up, dude, da, 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 and I can't believe you, blah, 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 and all these different horrible things. I've seen it so many times with my friends and with other business owners. So that isn't going to help the situation because bottom line is they are unhappy, right? The client is unhappy about something. And throwing it back on them and being defensive and coming back on them with insults is not going to make your life easier. It's not going to make the situation better. It's not going to make the client happy. It's going to escalate the situation. You can vent out loud to yourself. You can vent out loud to your spouse. You can find a one business friend that you can vent to. But I recommend just trying to get it out and then stay calm and collected when you respond to your client. What do you want to convey about your business and your brand when you're responding to them? For me, I always choose my words carefully. I always think, what if this was screenshot and blasted on the internet? What if this was screenshot and showed to all of our friends and family? How would I want my business to look? How would I want to look to them? Yes, maybe it's frustrating. Um, maybe they're really insulting. Maybe they really hurt my feelings. But do I want to do that back to them? No, I don't want to be that person that hurts someone's feelings. So I would never come at that situation with mean words. Mean words do not help 
situation when you already have mean words going, right? So I'm going to stay calm and collected and I'm going to imagine everything that I share is going to be screenshot and posted out of context for the whole world to see so that I can stay very, very chill. I have had a lot of people say horrible things about my business or things that are untrue about my business, but I never have let my emotions take over that conversation. Um, I've stayed calm. And honestly, every single time I even, I've had two reviews on my Google where they come at me and they, this person's horrible. She doesn't support women in business. She, um, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I hadn't even worked with this client yet. I was uncomfortable with the contract she was having me sign. So after like a month of trying to like work it out with her, I just finally said like, this isn't something that I'm comfortable with. You're going to have to find someone else. And then she came at me saying, I don't support women in business because I wouldn't sign her contract. Um, when it has nothing to do with her being a woman or her being in business, it was the contract she was wanting me to sign. I told her that that's not something that we do. I gave her some other options. Um, and she just came at me very threatening. And so I just said, like, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to work with you on this project. Here's some recommendations that will be happy to work with you. And I didn't leave her high and dry. Anyways, she came at me with all these these mean things about me. And, like, I have a podcast about supporting women in business. Like, that's not me, like me at all. And I could have got heated up and been like, you don't even know who I am. You're not supporting women. But, you know, I could have come at her and I said, I'm so sorry you feel that way. Um, I... Like I said before, I'm very uncomfortable with your contract and it's not something that we do here and I wasn't able to serve you in the way you wanted and I'm sorry for that. Um, that must have been very frustrating for you to have communicated for so long and then not been able to even have a shoot with me, but there's just some things I can't budge on in my business. She went back and changed her review because of the way I responded to her and made her look really dumb. Not I wasn't trying to make her look dumb, but... I was able to stay so calm and use words so carefully that she was like, oh, I need to change this so I don't look so crazy. Um, a lot of times when you do that, when you respond to them so calmly uh, without losing your cool and just like uh, like apologize for the things that you maybe ha how they felt or, or whatever, the things that you can apologize for, they're going to come back and feel really stupid because they were expecting you to be defensive back and you were calm. It's crazy how it works. So that leads me into number two is to stay kind. Again, remember that anything you say can and will be used against you. So do you remember ever paying for something that you were dissatisfied about, whether it's a hamburger or a vacuum cleaner, and you felt disappointed and you complained to someone? This is what they feel like right now. They're, they're unhappy. They're unsatisfied with whatever service or product you gave them. These people are just people that had their expectations and they were not met. They have real feelings. They're sad, disappointed, or confused. And even if they're unkind or annoying or defensive, we can choose to be kind to them. Because unkind people need kindness more than anyone. And you can kill the unkindness and the defensiveness so fast by being kind and responsive. Okay, the next thing is, number three, it's okay to feel sad or mad or defensive. It's okay to feel those things. We're not going to attack them with our feelings, but it's okay to have a minute and just be like, like I messed up or I'm not, like I didn't feel like I did the best job or or I feel bad that they didn't love this because I love this. Um, so it is important to feel that, to um, talk to someone about it, to open up like about like the hurt that you feel as well, not to your client that you're 
talking to but it is okay to let those feelings out and not just just because we have to control ourselves when we respond doesn't mean we can't feel those feelings too because it sometimes is really emotional and we try to keep it you know business and and not make things emotional but at times it can be very personal especially when we poured a lot of our heart and soul into that business um number four acknowledge their problem. So in my examples, as I was responding, I kind of shared some examples of that. There is a problem. So whether you um, you think it's a problem or not, it's a problem if they think it's a problem, right? So you may not agree with it, but you need to acknowledge it. To them, this is really important. They went to the effort of writing you a mean email or calling you or leaving you a bad review. So to them, this is a big deal. So acknowledge how it made them feel but you don't have to agree with how it made them feel. Like, for example, when that person came at me with the review and said, you don't support women in business, you um, you left me high and dry, blah, blah, blah. She's telling me all these things that really, for her, those were real, real big things. She had been communicating me for, with me for a long time. Um, like, for a month, we had worked out a situation. Um, and then when we went to sign the contracts, she brought up all these things that I wasn't comfortable with. And I told her I wasn't comfortable with them. And so she sent some other contracts. I wasn't comfortable with that. Anyways, it got to a point where I'm like, okay, I can't sign this. Like, I just, this is not something I can deliver for you, blah, 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 blah. But that doesn't mean that, yeah, I left her high and dry after we communicated. And she doesn't feel like I supported her in business. Obviously, I know that's not true because I, my whole goal in life, my I am statement that I read every day when I wake up is, to empower women in their role as business owners and as mothers. Like this is my purpose here. And so I know that's not true, but I can say, I'm so sorry you felt like I didn't um, support you as a woman in business during COVID. It's very hard to run a business. I understand that because I'm also running a business. And I'm so sorry that after all this communication, we weren't able to do the shoot. And I'm never saying, I agree with you at all. I don't agree with her. But I can apologize for the things and acknowledge the things that I do that that are her problems, right? And then I can say like unfortunately, I'm uncomfortable with your contract and I can't move forward with this. I wish you the best of luck, right? So I'm I'm being kind. I'm acknowledging her problem. I'm being very matter of fact, keeping emotions out of it and she comes back at me with emails, whatever. And I just, at this point, there's nothing else I can say. You know, I, I didn't even work with her. I can't resolve it any further, you know. But if we have worked with them further, then we can. Um, the next step would be to resolve it. So option one is to refund them. Refunding someone um, for their product or for the service is sometimes the easiest way out. It's Sometimes the only way to rid yourself of the stress and just to move forward. There will be more clients. There will be clients that love your style, that love what you offer, love your product. There will be more clients. So sometimes refunding is just quick, easy. They're happy. You're happy. We can move forward and not create more problems. The second option is to offer to fix it. So um, for photography, maybe sometimes that's re-editing, reshooting with your service. Maybe it's doing it again, um, fixing whatever it is that they don't like. If it's a haircut or if it's your nails or whatever, like, oh, let me redo it or let me fix what's what's not working. If it's on you, if it's your mistake or your inconsistency, 
I would redo that for free. There's been lots of times where um, I've had to re-edit something or or do something again for someone um, because I maybe missed something in like the communication was off. Maybe it's not always me, but like maybe I didn't ask enough questions to get what they wanted or something like that. And most of the time I will just reshoot those things for free. If it's something like they change their mind, like if you go in and get your nails done pink and you leave and you don't like the pink and you go back in, I would charge a fee to redo that because obviously it's not your fault they chose pink. Or for example, sometimes with my brands, they'll send all the stuff, we'll do a shoot based on their inspiration board, and then they'll change their inspiration board. And they won't want the original pictures. So I'll delete the original pictures and charge a reshoot fee, not the full price, but reshoot fee to cover my time of reshooting it. So that is definitely something you need to set a little boundaries for and realize um, don't let people take advantage of you just because they change their mind or they don't like something that is on, on them. But if it's on you, definitely go above and beyond and read it for free. And option three, offer something of value. So offer something to make up for what value they feel like they lost. So for example, um, one time I had an associate photographer shoot a wedding for me and she, the, the bride didn't really love the photos. And I agreed with her that they were kind of not exactly what the photographer's portfolio, um, like it didn't represent what we offer, what the photographer offered, things like that. And so obviously we can't go back and shoot her wedding. But I offered to have her choose her favorites from the album, which ended up being like 200. And this was like a two hour wedding. Um, And I created a wedding album for her and sent that to her. And she left so happy with her experience because she was able to get the ones she wanted printed and she got like this huge value in exchange for not loving all the pictures. And she still loved some and enough to make a whole album. So it worked out. And in this situation, I am not going to um, make any money on that, right? I, I lost money because I paid the associate and then what, and I paid the editor and I paid all the, the gallery fees, all the different stuff. And then I probably even lost money because with what was left, I had to pay um, for an album to be printed and someone to put together an album and all that stuff. So in some of these situations, we're going to lose money and we're going to have to refund and shoot for free. And our time is going to be, um, you're, we're giving away our time, we're giving away money, stuff, stuff like that. But in the end, if our client is happy, it was worth it because it's not just about that one client. It's about our whole, like how we want our brand to be represented, right? We don't want any, I, for me, I don't want anyone to leave unhappy. I want everyone to feel like they got the value that they paid for. And when someone's unhappy, I want to resolve that and make it right and add on different things of value to make it the best experience for them. Number six, the sixth thing that you need to know about working with hard clients or hard situations is some people will never be happy because of their insecurities or their personality. Some people are never satisfied and they're always out for free stuff drama, refunds, not wanting to pay, those kinds of things. If you've been kind and you've done everything that you can for them, it's time to like ignore them and move forward. And sometimes ignoring their drama or responding with only kindness is the most frustrating thing for them. Um, Some people just love to fight. And I've seen that a lot. 
I've seen that a lot. And that specific person that I'm referring to that earlier about the review, she's one example and one that I can use because she's not actually one of my clients, right? Um, because I, you know, I've worked with a lot of different people that are still my clients that I don't want to give their examples. But um, she w- was never happy. She kept emailing me, emailing me, emailing me, emailing me after I told her I was uncomfortable with the contract and I'm not going to move forward. And at that point, it's just harassing. She wasn't asking me to do anything different. She was just saying how horrible of a person I was for dropping her and blah, 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 blah. But you know, it's my right to not take on clients. I'm so glad I didn't because it, could you imagine if I did the gallery, the shoot, and then she still acted that way and still left me a review? Like some people are just not happy. Um, she, uh, her reviews, when you go look at like where she's left other reviews, there were multiple negative reviews that she had left. And, um, one of the other ones that she had left was for someone else who had dropped her for being a problem client. So I thought it was kind of funny and ironic. Um, okay. Number seven, how to avoid these kinds of situations. First and foremost, you need to use a contract. Your contract will protect you, um, from anything happening. Cause there are people that will take it to court or take, take things too far or try to slander your name. Like there are things that happen to small businesses every single day. And I've seen it happen in my little circle as well. Um, it's never happened to me, but I always use a contract, which protects me. And I know something that I can fall back on if I need to. And it's great because it also outlines kind of the expectations. It allows them to see like how things are going to work, how things are set up. Um, for me, it includes my turnaround time. Um, I have the creative edit, um, blah, blah, blah. Those kinds of things that the questions that usually cause issues for some people, um, like I, I waited eight weeks for my wedding photographer. Okay. Well, did you sign the contract where it said it would take eight weeks? Okay. Then you knew about it. Like we can't complain about stuff that we know and expect, right? Or I mean, they still will, but we have to set those expectations ahead of time. Um, the second thing is don't give discounts. I have found that when I give discounts or when I give things away for really cheap, I get more and more problems from that person. And I don't know why exactly. I'm sure there's some psychology behind it. But when people get things discounted or for cheap, um, they are much harder to work with. And they're they're not really here for what I offer, they're here for the cheapest deal. And with that comes their expectations instead of them hiring me for what I offer. Um, third, get your payment up front. If you get your payment before the service, you're never going to have to worry about tracking down payments or, or withholding things from them until they get the payment and things like that. Anytime that I don't get the payment up front, it usually is a battle to get the payment and it's not worth it. Number four, be very, very, very clear when you communicate with them on what they can expect with working with you. What happens before? What happens during? What happens after? Um, how long it takes? Where to go? Everything you can think of that they could have a question about, communicate beforehand. The more you put your expectations of what's going to happen out there, the less they're going to be baffled when their expectations aren't met because they know what they're getting themselves into. Next is send people to your email only. So a lot of people have um, their clients texting them, calling them, Facebook messaging them, Instagram DMing them, and it gets confusing and you get scattered and you forget to respond to someone or it gets lost in the shuffle. For me, 
I have all my communication on email, even with my friends, because I know that things are going to get lost if I start texting them or DMing them about things instead of keeping things on email. Keep your stuff in one place. It'll make things so much easier. And then when you do have a problem, you can just go there and read everything instead of going to five different places to find, oh, I promised them, th them this here and they said this here and they threatened me over here. It's just easier to have it all in one place. And lastly, trust your gut because there are just some people and some situations where you just need to lean into your gut and know if it's right or wrong, if you should work with them, if they're a good match for you, if you're going to be able to offer them what they want or need, if you're going to be able to manage and hit their expectations and all of that. Um, I think going with your gut on some of these situations is the best thing you can do. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie M Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.